Want to get more listeners for your podcast? Today we're going to talk about one way that you might be making it harder for people to subscribe. What's happening, podcasters? This is episode 89 of 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Ensminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I want to see you be successful with your podcast. Today, as I was riding to work, I had a road construction experience that made me think about getting people subscribed to our shows and some of the strategies that are involved, because as podcasters, we almost always want more subscribers. We might say things like, I'd like more downloads or more listens, but ultimately what we want are people who have clicked that subscribe button. And there are all kinds of strategies out there for getting more subscribers. Now, of course, you're going to want to make sure that you have a quality show and that you are serving your audience well. But if that stuff's in place, then you're going to be wanting more subscribers. But the problem is, most of the strategies that are out there, and especially the stuff that's popular that I get, see getting shared, is really focused on the benefits to the podcaster. But if we're really serving our audiences, we're going to be focused on helping them get subscribed in ways that serve them. And there are some really common strategies that, frankly, don't serve them well. However, as I talk about this today, I'm going to highlight a couple of those strategies, and I'm also going to highlight one that I think maybe catches us right in that sweet spot. And to illustrate this, I'm going to share a little bit about my commute this morning because I think it's going to be relevant. So as I was getting in the car, I did what I normally do. I opened up the app that I use for navigation, and I found a route. I typically drive the same route, but because there's traffic, I will check that particular app to make sure that the route that I'm choosing is the best one. I drive a lot of back roads, and sometimes there are accidents or things like that. So I'll check that, and typically what'll happen is it'll pop up with what it thinks is the best route. And if I want to, I can take a couple of other options to maybe find a different route. Now, typically I only get anywhere from one to three potential routes, even though there are arguably pretty close to infinite number of routes if I wanted to get really ridiculous. Of course, I'm not going to drive to the next state just to drive back, but you, you see what I'm saying. There's more than one, there's really more than three or four routes to get to work from where I live, but it'll give me a few to choose from. And then if it hasn't selected the one that I want to use, of course, it will allow me to select something different. And if along the way I decide to take a different turn, it will readjust and help me find my final destination. As I was driving today, though, there was an accident that I didn't know about until it was too late. Actually, I, I, let me rephrase that. It wasn't an accident. There was road construction. On my route to work, there's a roundabout that we have to drive around, and it's typically two lanes. Now, getting to that roundabout is one lane about a mile or so long with really no place to turn off. There's maybe one neighborhood that I could potentially turn into with a lot of turns and a lot of back road stuff. So basically one lane, both directions, going to this roundabout on the route that I was following, and then this roundabout that is typically two lanes that allows the amount of traffic that's needed was down to one lane because there was some road construction going on. So because of that, they kind of forced all of the traffic to merge together, slowed everything down, and that was the process for getting to work. Now, why do I share this? Well, there are some strategies for getting people subscribed to podcasts that remind me a little bit about how this thing might have worked. For example, if I opened up Waze and it only provided me one option 
and never gave me another choice, I might stop using Waze for navigation because if it provides me a route that I know isn't going to work for me because I've driven that route, I just want to check it for traffic. And if it consistently provides me with a route that won't work with no option to re replan my route, it always directs me back to that route, I'm going to stop using that. And this relates to one of the strategies that I see people using all the time the only one link strategy. Typically, this is the only one link to iTunes or Apple podcast strategy. And the driving factor behind this is a couple of things. One, it's it's somewhat good in that people with an iOS device, an iPhone or an, uh, an iPad, something like that, will typically have the app installed that will play a podcast. So for new podcast listeners, this can help them get sub- subscribed there. However, if that is the only link that's provided, then people who are on Android devices are out of luck. People that don't use the Apple Podcasts app are out of luck. And because that link is only to that show in Apple Podcasts, it doesn't take me to a website. It doesn't take me to an RSS feed. It doesn't take me to something else. I am not typically an Apple Podcasts listener. I use Overcast as my preferred app. I have Apple Podcasts and I use it to check stuff, but that is not the app that I prefer to listen on. And so if you share your show with me and you only provide me the iTunes or the Apple Podcasts link, there's a good chance you're not even going to get a listen out of me because you have forced me into a route that I don't want to take. The next one is a little bit better. It's the one route with redirects strategy or the one link with redirects strategy. And I think of this as the the route that will kind of readjust as you're going on your way. As an example, if I, in fact, I've done this, I have on one of my other shows, I have some redirect links that running with some software in the background that I can share one link. And if somebody is on an iOS mobile device, it will send them to Apple Podcasts. And if they're on an Android device, it will send them to Google Podcasts. And if they're on a Windows or Macintosh computer, it will send them to the website. Okay, so it's a smart link. It'll send them someplace that's valuable so they can subscribe. And I think that's a little bit better. But the problem here is even though I'm being kind enough to separate my Apple users from my Android users from my computer users, I'm still forcing them into a route that they might not want to take. It's a slightly better route, but I'm not providing them with the option. Okay, So I think this is a little bit better option. However, as I think about this more and more, and as I think about the route that I drove to work today and how even though it redirected, ultimately I ended up waiting because of some forced traffic problems. I'm not sure I like this either. It serves, again, it serves the podcaster and it helps the podcast listener, but ultimately it serves the podcaster by getting people onto the platforms that we want them to get get on. Another example might be forcing everybody to Spotify. I'm glad that Spotify offers podcasting. I have my shows listed there. I don't like Spotify as a podcast listening experience because for any number of reasons. One is I just like Overcast. Another is that I can't click a link to get out of the the episode notes unless there's a link to the episode notes contained within the episode notes at Spotify. I know it's very meta, but and it's maybe splitting hairs, but that's my thing. So I don't like that. On the other extreme, is something that I hear some people offer where you, you say, just send them to a subscribe page with everything. Okay, that, that can kind of work. If I go to a subscribe page on a website and I see Overcast, I'm going to choose that. But if I have to go digging for it, 
I'm just going to go to Overcast and see if I can find your show. I'm sorry. I'm not going to click through a link and go to a website and try and find the icon or the text for Overcast. And this is a fine strategy. It's great that it's giving people options, but think about that new listener who's never listened to a podcast before, and they don't know what app to choose. They don't know what works on their device. They may not even, might not even know that Apple Podcasts is, is installed or Google Podcasts is available or that Spotify is cross-platform. They may not know any of that kind of thing. So what I would recommend and what I'm starting to do is what I call the fry size strategy. If you've ever gone to a McDonald's or to pretty much any fast food restaurant, if you order fries, you get three options. You get small, medium, and large. And if you want to do some kind of custom thing, At fast food restaurants, it might not happen, but at a slightly nicer restaurant, maybe you've got some additional options. So that's what I'm recommending, and that's what I'm doing. If you go to my subscribe page right now at toptieraudio.com slash subscribe, you'll find three really big buttons, one for Spotify, one for Google Podcasts, and one for Apple Podcasts. So I've got all of those right there. And then a little bit lower, I have some additional options. I've got Overcast. I've got the RSS feed. I've got YouTube. I've got a couple of several other options available. But what this is designed to do is help those new listeners or the people that like the three most popular platforms to select their their choice very quickly and very easily. The people that would like to choose another one, most of those options are available. I did trim them down a little bit just so that they're not overwhelming. But what I'm trying to do is serve my listeners by sending them to a place that's easy to subscribe. How about you? What does your subscribe page look like? I would love to see it. Tweet it to me at Top Tier Audio on Twitter. And if you'd like to take a look at mine to get some inspiration or some ideas or to tell me what you don't like about it, you'll find that at toptieraudio.com. Thanks so much for listening. Now go out there and make a great podcast.